Yo guys, what is going on? It is your boy Nick Tana back with another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. This is episode number 41 and I have my shades on that uh that Peter did like before we uh went mm-hmm. live on the show. And mm-hmm. um obviously, I am not alone. I do have my beautiful and lovely co-host who does have a Charizard blanket back there. His lighting, he said, is a little bit more contrast and he's been absolutely tearing apart this Xbox Game Pass library mm-hmm. my co-host my best friend peter aka not ghost story peter tell the people about yourself man what you've been playing and uh let's get this uh episode kicked off with some fire what's up everybody it's peter aka not ghost stories and all things social and this week i have been playing some i guess we could call them weird games so they actually game. kind of fit into to the theme and the, and the title of the show a little bit. Uh, a game. First of which, um, this week I've been playing Townscaper. Have you heard of this title? Nope, I haven't heard of Townscaper until you told me that you were playing it. Yeah, uh, so Townscaper, you're looking at it right now. Uh, it is a city builder game. The You get one action button, which is to click. So the way the game is designed, whatever you click on uh, changes to what is around it. So if you're looking right now, anything that I, any square or tile that I click on, uh, it's going to change and mold depending on what it's connected to automatically, um, which I thought was, I've never seen that in a game before. I can't imagine it's easy, uh, <laughs> easy to have made this game. To, so I did a little bit of research. It doesn't look like it's a big team. Uh, typically, it's like one or two people that are responding to stuff. So I can't imagine the development team being that big. Uh, but it's uh, it's it's an easy thousand gamer score if you're trying to do that. Uh, it is a I think man, it's just like a it's super relaxed. It's one of those games where the music's super relaxed and chill, and you just go in there to, I mean, not I guess waste time a little bit. Like there's no story. You're just it's just design. So if you have a, a solid imagination and you like city builders of any kind, it's super simple. All you can do is change the color and click. Uh, there's right. no like customizations of buildings or anything. It just it changes depending on what the combination is. Uh, but it there does there is some time that you have to spend because uh, you have to try to like try all the different combinations of how buildings and things are uh, are surrounding each other to mm-hmm. to generate. So for example, to create a garden, you have to have a five by five square, and once you connect that last piece, a garden will appear. Okay. And then if like, for example, if you drop a building of one click in the center of that garden, it then has these like stone arches that appear. But mm-hmm. that only appears if you have that exact combination of, but the, and there's a bunch of different little random things like that. So you're, you kind of discover all these different designs as you're playing, you kind of stumble upon it. I'm sure there's a guide somewhere, but mm-hmm. as far as like a fun little, it seems like a perfect game for like an iPad probably. Right. Like at the airport or something, but. Okay. Yeah, I kind of, I, I really like the game. I really like the aspect of it. Uh, it's really colorful. It looks like it is very simple to get into. I feel like that's very more easy. of just like, um, I wouldn't say it's for kids, but I feel like it's something easy for like a younger audience to pick up. Just tap some buttons and just see what they can create. Uh, sort of like Minecraft, but like very dumbed down because you don't have to worry about materials. Yeah. You don't have to worry about finding it. You just pretty much at the disposal of your hand. And also the fact that um, you can mess around with it, try out new combinations, makes the replayability of the game a lot better. So it's like, okay, well, I'm going to spend my time uh, trying to figure out how to make a garden because I want this house to have a patio or uh, some sort of like 
landscape feature or like I want to make this a super big house with a backyard or like I might be getting like too into it, but uh, just being able to make different combinations and make the world you way you want to. Um, yeah. It looks very cool and it'd be kind of cool just to mess around and see what you could create out of it and just have like a theme and make it like own little challenge. And uh, Peter here, he does love getting his gamer score up, does love to do that little trophy hunting thing. So mm-hmm. getting that a thousand percent gamer score easy is thousand, oh, easy sure. W. There's actually easy. too, uh, the uh, not too recent, but the game's not that old. A certain combination. If you, if you remove a certain combination of bricks which is just a you know one tile underneath a certain thing mm-hmm. that you built, right? It then becomes you see all these um, propellers appear, and then it becomes a floating section. That's awesome. So then you can build floating cities within your city. So that's I love it. I mean, it's just cool. It's just like a fun I, lo- I love yeah. it already, and it's so yeah. simple, it's just so quick to play. Just spend like a yeah. few hours, kick back, have a beer, enjoy it. Like I like a perfect that. movie game. I love like it. You can put on a movie and just mess around. Yeah, love it, man. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying that, man. Seriously, um. Yeah, man, I've just been chilling. Right now, I'm kind of in the process of packing. Me and the family are going on a little vacation. Oh, there you go. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday we'll be back Tuesday. Uh, but super excited to go out for the holidays, man. Get Touch a little bit of grass. Um, mm-hmm. And I bought a boogie board. Uh, so I can't wait to uh, shred up the waters with that thing. And I brought I bought Willow uh, a boogie board. And I've been trying to like teach him on like the kitchen floor, just like practicing his paddling. It's okay. not, I'm just saying, it's just funny. So he's like, just throwing his fist yeah. into the tile, just like yeah, yeah. No, not like that. But he's just practicing paddling <laughs> and stuff. Um, so I've been having an absolute blast with that. Um, so we both got boogie boards, and uh, we're excited to go rip the uh, rip the waters a little bit. Awesome. And um, but in the meantime, I have been playing a phenomenal game. This game is actually one of my favorite games right now for the PS5, and my current game of the year contender winner and that's a very bold statement but we are talking about final fantasy 16 it's the newest addition to the final fantasy series where Mm -hmm. it's a um where clive uh goes on an adventure to figure out what happened with his brother and um it's just a whole little story and i love it it's not so it's been a recent battle on the reddit keyboard keyboard warrior site and people were saying it's not a Final Fantasy game because they don't play like one. But I specifically enjoy this game because it doesn't play like an older Final Fantasy game. It's more open world. Not open world. It's like an RPG, and it's not turn-based. Uh, you basically can combo you combo your way into battle. Uh, you have your dog that helps you fight. And then also you have ability slots that you could use to combo in certain ways. And the boss fights in this game absolutely spectacular the soundtrack for every little area i love and just like it's a blast to listen to and i think this game has opened my eyes so much to the final fantasy series in general that i'm just like i'm ready to keep on and keep on diving in and seeing like what more final fantasy i can get into uh but i've seriously just been deep diving into final fantasy i love this game uh my game of the year winner uh contender right now um, I think it has a strong case, but I will say it is uh, a certain taste for uh, certain audiences. Um, some people may really love it. Some people may not. JRPG is like a kind of an iffy genre, mm-hmm. but um, honestly, I love it. I love that I picked it up and um, shout out to the team over there at uh, for Final Fantasy for releasing three million copies uh, week one. So that is a very good accomplishment for the Final Fantasy team. And um yeah, I, I could just go on for hours and hours about this game. I absolutely love it. So is the bit so the biggest difference then between 
traditional Final Fantasy games and that would you say is the combat for it? Uh you say the combat's different? Is that why Yeah, is that, is that like the you're talking about the the Reddit keyboard warriors? Are they saying that yeah. the biggest difference is the com just the real time combat versus turn based? Yeah, because a lot of the Final Fantasy games are turn based. They've always been that way. Um especially Final Fantasy seven, which is a lot of people's uh favorite Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um at least from what I see. So it's a lot different for that type of genre, but at the same time, it introduces people into the series like me to like always get turned off by the turn-based matchmaking. The most or turn-based matchmaking. I'm sorry, the turn-based um, combat because cool. the only turn-based combat I really do is like Pokemon and then the Stick of Truth. If you remember that game, um, but yes, Jerry, this was my first Final Fantasy game, and I'm absolutely in love with it. Sunny day in Ohio, I see. Uh, yeah, yeah, very. I just want to look cool in front of my friends. That's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> and my friends being you lovely people. Dang. You lovely people at Know Your News um, Gaming Gone Weird. Um, and if you guys want your question right on air or you want to help support me and Peter more uh, with my lovely friends that I wore my lovely sunglasses for, you guys can leave a KYN chat over at kynchat.com get your questions on the air. And then also it helps, um, it helps me, Peter and everybody else that know your news out. Um, and it keeps us happy. So you guys definitely want to see us happy and smile. With that being said, Peter, are you ready to, uh, kick off the show with the question of the day for my lovely friends? I am. I am prepared. Let's get into it. Are you ready? Um, Ready. You need little windshield wipers for each one of those that you can pull. You know what glasses I think that are really cool if we can get in this real quick and then we can talk mm-hmm. about games. You ever yeah. see those glasses that like flip up? Like they're sunglasses, yeah. but they flip up and yeah, like actual glasses. Oh yeah, those are tough. Yeah, like crazy. those are tough. I need a pair. Yeah, and then they have that. Then they had the hat flipped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm thinking, I think I'm reaching like the age the age requirement to have like some some ones that flip up like that. Yeah, so yeah. I think you and, should. Oh, that'd be tough. That'd be tough. Oh yeah, I'd be tough cutting the grass and just being like, hey, what's that over there? You know, that'd be tough. I I reached the age requirement. All right, we'll see about that. All right, question of the day. If you had to speed run a game, what would it be and why? First of all, have you ever speed run a game? Um, No, never tried. Have you ever attempted to? Have any interest in doing it? Okay. I I really do have an interest in it, but at the same time, speed running a game is a art that only some people like really can do and appreciate because speed mm-hmm. game speed running is a lot of learning and mm-hmm. a lot of like patience. precision patience over repetitiveness doing it over and over and over again timing it's per it's literally perfecting a game to a different level mm-hmm. if i had to pick my game for speed running it would have to be sonic adventure 2 specifically because i've watched people speed run that game before and I understand the trickiness of certain areas that you could do to cut off time and to beat bosses faster and a lot of stuff like that. So if I were going to do it, I was going to do a game that I'm very familiar with. That'd be Sonic Adventure 2, just because I'm more familiar with that game. And Sonic games are supposed to be made to play super fast anyway. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick a uh, consolation winner, it would be only up just because of the fact that if you could beat that game in 25 minutes, you deserve more than a trophy. You deserve right. uh, a key to the city. Um, so because that is uh, actually insane. All right, all right. What about you? I I like the idea of older games. I think uh, that older games probably have more. What's the word for it? 
where you uh you like take advantage of their their system exploits i guess mm-hmm. uh i think halo one would be an interesting game to try to speed speed run that's a very I, good answer that's because i don't i don't think there you can i feel like there's not a whole lot of spots where you're glitching through walls and i feel like it's going to be a lot of timing with enemies like if i walk backwards through this checkpoint I feel like you're going to be playing with checkpoints a lot. If you remember Halo 1 checkpoints where you go too far ahead and the other person's doing something and you would get boosted ahead or boosted backwards. Yeah. I feel like there'd be a lot of like messing with checkpoints and then like skipping enemies. And I don't know. I think that'd be, I think that'd be a fun game to tackle. I mean, um, any, anything. It, it's probably not even fast. Like it'd be because are you no. speed running a level? Are you speed running every level? I don't know. I would say also too, like the skill you have to do to do the grenade jumping, like the double jumping too. That takes a lot of precision. Not kill, yeah, because Uh, you're like literally in the red if you hit yourself with a grenade, and you have to jump at a certain time to get that little bit of extra boost. So, um, a lot of people in the chat they said uh, cooldown said No Man's Sky, and uh, Jerry's actually said Resident Evil Two Leon's stories. So I played Resident Evil Two. I haven't played Leon's story. I played Claire's, Uh, but I, I still. Love that game. I should have played the other story, to be honest. I don't know how much different they are, but um, it's there. I think it'd be because I feel like I never see new games being speedrun as often no. as old games. Yeah, no, because old games have so much more exploits yeah, than like a, yeah, a newer yeah. game. Feel me? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let us know in the uh, the comments below. You had something to say? Nah, I thought you were just thinking you... out loud. Thinking with my oh. face. You know how it goes. <laughs> Speaking with my face. You do do a good job of that. Um, kicking off the games that are coming out this week. Uh, a few of the ones that I highlighted was Dave the Diver, which this game looks Dave the Diver. Dave the I'm Diver. I'm, I'm a big excited, I'm man. a big fan of Dave. I'm um, very if you, excited. If you guys don't know what Dave the Diver is, I'm pretty sure at some point it's like isn't that like kind of like a fishing game kind of? And then also you run a bar. It's something similar like that. So from what I've, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying very hard not to watch it because I, it is a game. Oh yeah. I, I don't want to watch any, I don't want to watch any more than just the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the best description I've seen so far is you're a diver who needs to run a restaurant. And the way you run your restaurant is you go scuba diving to hunt for or fish. That's so but awesome. There is like a huge, seemingly huge, like underwater adventure, but you still have to manage your bar. So you have to like come back, do like a like a management style, like fishing style, resource gathering type thing uh, for the restaurant bar that you run. But then mm-hmm. there's also there's like this underwater adventure that you have to go solve and do mm-hmm. uh, while you're diving. So I, it looks very cool. It, I watched the trailer, like I watched the gameplay trailer. I have no idea what it's about. I cannot tell. Like everything in it looks weird. I can't wait. The cutscenes look ridiculous. Mm. It it just looks like a fun game. The I love it. The early release reviews before the game the game came out yesterday and or today and the the early release reviews before the game even came out had twelve thousand reviews on Steam, overwhelmingly positive. So it had almost awesome. twelve thousand reviews with a perfect score. No, I've heard a lot of good stuff about this game too, and I've seen people get early access to it. I've tried mm-hmm. to avoid so much of it because I know I'm going to play it, so I definitely want to keep that. Like, yeah. I think this game is going to be freaking awesome. I think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to um, be proof that you don't have to release games like Gollum. I think you could just like nah, do a complete game. Indie, indie games are taking over, and if you can't I see kinda, that, then you, dude, right? You, is that weird? Indie ga- nah, indie games are taking over, okay. bro. It's, it's 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 just it's facts, dude. 
indie games are definitely taking over right now. First of all, they don't get so much pressure on them, and then their mm-hmm. passion products, they put just so much work and so much effort into it. It's it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful seeing. Yep. yep. And it's always, like, simple to the point, and what they do, they do it very, very well. Yep. Um, and I, and it does. they don't try to push out a 40-, 50-hour game like some of these guys. And sometimes right. they don't need to. Um, right. Other games that are coming out are Destroy All Humans 2, um, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life, AEW, Fight Forever, Dead Cells is coming to the PlayStation 5, the Laura Croft Collection is coming to Switch, Crime O'Clock is coming to Switch and PC, Everybody 1 to Switch will be released on the Switch, and then uh, Ghost Trick Phantom Detective is going to be on PlayStation 4, Xbox, Switch, and PC. So a lot of games coming out this week. Um, I am excited for Dave the Diver, though. That's like the, the main one. I, I will be I will be diving into Dave the Diver. Diving into that game, I should say. Ah! Yeah, I hate you. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the news. The news. The news. News topic number one. Um I wrote this before uh Peter actually corrected me, but Well it changed. Um, it changed. So the game coming out in September, Starfield, the big open world with a thousand planets, 900 of them being bare and nothing on them, but 100 of them having life and a lot of other stuff to it. A game by Bethesda, Xbox's heavy hitter, was reported that it wasn't going to have a physical disc, but it was a confusion. And now that Starfield will have a physical copy, and you can get it on Amazon, and it will be coming with all collections of the game. My question for you, Peter, is is the physical copy in the collectors of the, ga- of the gaming world slowly dying? I'll kick it off with you. Of course. Uh, I do think I like that, that the value of a physical copy will go up uh, significantly, and I think what's going to happen... Here's my way too early prediction. I think what's going to happen is hard discs for games uh, are going to become like vinyls. And the way that the vinyls never really died for music, but they are now collectibles. Um, there's still a high demand for them, but the price goes way up. Yes. So if I'm a, if I'm a producer of, of hard discs, I'm seeing this now and I'm going, all right, you can get a digital copy for 60 bucks, but all hard, like, Hard copies now are going to be like a hundred dollars, ah, dude. That so there's going to be there's going they're going to jack up this this. I I don't know about Nintendo. I feel like Nintendo's never really had an issue with hard copy. Like I feel like Nintendo's just which is, something which is super I, I weird with Nintendo because Nintendo always wants to give you those little memory card yeah. little like slot things, man. Like versus like an actual disc. Like imagine giving a three or a four year old that little memory card of a game and it mm-hmm. just gets stepped on, jostled around. Yeah. yeah, it's gone. It's gone, man. Yeah. So like I, I feel like it'd be easier just to produce a disc. But I mean So I, I think I it's don't gonna... know. I don't that's not my business. That's not my business. Oh, no, that's, just... that's above my pay grade. That's above my pay grade. I just talk about the games. You feel can't, me? Can't you see can't you see going into a store and you're like, I'm gonna pick up Starfield, the physical copy, and then you're gonna get the discs or you know, all eight discs or whatever it's gonna be, uh, for the physical copy of this game. And then you're gonna get like it's gonna go back to where it used to be. Then you're gonna there's gonna be like a Starfield map, and it's gonna have like character bios, and then it's gonna have uh, you know, like a signature and a note from the devs or something. It's gonna be like you're buying a box set of sort because box sets right. haven't gone out of style diablo no. i mean blizzard always has giant 
you know, way no. too overpriced box sets. But I feel like it's going to be that is way. The key word. <laughs> overpriced <laughs> is the key word. Huh? That one <laughs> but like, they, it's don't, don't you know. don't you think it's going to go that way? Kind of like I feel like it's going to be like vinyl. <sighs> where you just you're collecting it. And it's just the price is going to go up for physical copies, but there's going to be a lot more in it. And that's just going to be the standard. I feel like this is the thing where I'm at. If we could get out a better quality game and let's say like we cut down cost of the physical game and we use that money to producing a better game in general, like let's say some of that money goes towards the team. Mm -hmm. And it's like, instead of the budget for producing a physical disc that like, let's say since uh, Final Fantasy, they pushed out 3 million, like, let's say those 3 million copies they sold were all disc. And they could say, instead of having that money to produce, sell them, put them on shelves, the promotion for it, whatever, GameStop, Target, Best Buy, we give that money to the team. And it puts in, like, another thing or a DLC or something towards that nature. I'm cool for just having a, a digital. Um, I've never been a super fan of the like super ultra deluxe mega $300 here bundle thing, Mm -hmm. because I bought that with God of war and not saying it was like one of my least favorite purchases, but I spent about 200 bucks on the collector's edition. And one of the things about that is that game did not come out with a, uh, it did not have a physical disc. It had a steel book, but no disc with it. And I thought that was very weird. And then also like, it didn't come with the disc. No, it just came with a steel book. Really? Okay. Interesting. Which is very weird. Um, and then also they had like the Thor's hammer is pretty cool that came with it, but I'm just kind of sure. sick of these little PVP, like PVC plastic type statues they give you. I'd rather save my money, just buy the regular game and take my 120 bucks and buy like an actual bigger statue that maybe have some effects on it instead of buying like the little thing they give you in the collection things. If I'm and right, right now in my life, it's like, if I want to buy a game, I'm going into GameStop right now. Let's say midnight release. This Nick Tana would go in. I want to buy the disc. I want to buy the strategy guide. If I truly am going to play that game, give me disc, give me strategy guide. We're rocking all night. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I as me as a collector too, and me even going back to finding older games and collecting my bookshelf full of dust and a bunch of other nonsense full of games from the Xbox 360 era, PS2 era, um, mm-hmm. It kind of saddens me to see like, okay, Starfield, your biggest heavy hitter, your top game for 2023. And it, it, I'm, that's not even me stating an opinion. That is an absolute fact. The Xbox hasn't put up nada. It's like, you're not going to have a disc, but now you are. It is. Now you are. I'm just saying reportedly, it's like, we weren't even going to consider it. I know. I know. It just, you know, they're in there going, Hey, we can just save a ton of money by not having to do logistics the printing the stamping whatever it takes to put you know create all this create all this stuff for discs yes i mean what if they just do like what if they just made them to order right you're just like if you want a physical copy put it in now and then you know if four hundred thousand people put in a request to get discs you make three hundred thousand because you know a bunch of people are going to renege on their uh you know on their commitment and then right um you know go from there i don't know would that how would that work for like a resale value though because then that wouldn't that like boost it up and like wouldn't that be like a like a i don't know i don't know how that stuff works i have no idea i i don't know i think i think physical media is is like is it's going to make a a a comeback or down the line it's just going to be this super collectible thing as everything goes more and more digital and then to buy a disc it's i think buying games is going to become special again 
where you mm-hmm. walk in, you pay a little bit more, but now you have the physical thing, you have the disc, you put it in. It's like much more of an event versus, um, uh, oh, we got Death Store on the screen right now. So, okay, to be honest, I thought that was um, Starfield, but it wasn't. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> I'm going to lose my job. It's going to become this. It's like event. It's like, uh, it's like making a cocktail. It's like preparing a dinner that you're, you're really excited about. It's going to be, you're going to put on your snuggie. You're going to sit in front of your couch. You're going to light a candle. You're going to insert your copy of the game. It's, you know, no one's home. You're going to sit down and like enjoy it versus, Oh, let me just get a couple hours in before I got to go do whatever I got to do. Right. Yeah, let me know what you guys think of. Uh, are you guys gonna buy thirty frames per second disc game of the year <laughs> potential um, with with nine hundred bare planets, no co op, no Land Rovers? Let me know. Hey, I'm not being biased. I'm just asking. Let me know what y'all think. This is the new game. Yeah, yeah, Starfield. No, Starfield. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, you guys always say I'm like an Xbox like fanboy and stuff like that. Um, I'm proving y'all wrong today. All right. But when the cameras go off, we will be pre-ordering. Next topic! <laughs> News number two. Deuces. The PlayStation Project Q will be under a whopping $300. I know I'm ready to break out my wallet for this one. Not really. You'll still need to own a PS5 to use this if you want to use Project Hilarious. Q. And any games you want to play on it must be installed onto your console. Once you have met those requirements, you can stream games from your PS5 to the handheld console using remote play over Wi-Fi. You won't be able to stream virtual reality games through it, though, through VR, too. Owners are out of luck there. Peter, if you had a PS5, which I know you don't, but would this be something that you would consider buying to I'm going to sit back on the couch, play a little bit of stuff, maybe go upstairs into my room and my PlayStation downstairs. Like, what do you think about the uh, the Project Q? Is it just like, I think it needs to be more out there and more information because a lot of people don't understand what the Project Q is. That's why I wanted to say that. So, so am I Am I able to take this to a, like a Starbucks or something and play? Am I able to take this to like a Denny's and play if it has Wi-Fi? Yeah, so like that? if you if you if you have your play if you have a um your PS5 and is at your house, you mm-hmm. can play it at like somewhere else that has Wi-Fi. You just gotta have a Wi-Fi connection. Okay, okay, that I like a little bit more. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was just to be in the space that you're in. Like it has to be close to your own no. uh, console but, for some reason. I don't hate the- it. I don't hate it as much. With that in mind, I don't hate it as much. It looks big. It looks really big and bulky. I don't know if I'm about it. Does it look awkward? It looks like a concept. <laughs> okay, I hate it. Honestly, <laughs> I hate it so much. Look it's how, like look putting look your how big it is. How big, how heavy is this thing? Ten pounds? I don't even know how do you get a case to even is fit that in. An there. iPad plugged into the center? <laughs> Honestly, at that point, you might as well just get one of those things from Amazon. Like a backbone or something, and just you might use as well that. just pick up a book. Just take a book with you. <laughs> <That book. laughs> What's that? What's a book? I play video I don't games. Know, man, PlayStation's tried to go. How successful was the PSP? People love the PSP. Are you serious? Like, Not, I mean, that's but the, how successful was it? 
People love the PSP. I don't know the statistics. People love pineapple on pizza. No, they don't. Do not lie on my show ever again. Ever. All right. Nobody loves pineapple. Pineapple pineapple on pizza. (laughs) 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 Pineapple on pizza. That's the short. Nope. Uh, I don't know, man. I. I've already yeah. spent a boatload of money on the console. On the PS5, I'm, bro. I'm already like spending it. a boatload of money per game. Dude, if you're spending that much money on a console, you know that the setup's already nice. So This is this is where I'm at, bro. This is where I'm at. How much battery could this possibly have? It, it would have a decent amount of battery. Look, this is literally for, bro, if you cannot like stand one second of being outside and it's like you need to play final fantasy for that little bit of time when you're at grandma's on thanksgiving like this is where the audience is all right if you work at your job maybe you got an office job who knows you don't do nothing i'm not gonna snitch on you if you're that's what you're doing at your job you're on your your uh project q i'm with mm-hmm. you you know what i'm saying it's more of just like i'm out i gotta get something done i feel like this is gonna be great for like the game reviewers of the world, like, okay, I need to get this review done. I'm going to go ahead, get some Wi-Fi. I got a little bit of time. I'm at the airport. Go ahead, break this out, play a little bit. I am at a hotel room. My PS5, I don't want to take with me, but I can still play my favorite games on the go. Now, my question for the Project Q, is this going to be handling any type of game the PS5 puts out? We're talking about games like God of War, Final Fantasy. We're talking about games like Horizon. We're talking about Last of Us. How good of quality is this Project Q going to produce? Are we talking we're going to drop down the quality? Is this going to be only restricted to 1080p, 30 frames? Because it's not going to be able to do what we think it is. And if it can, and it's under 300 bucks, bravo, Sony, bravo. But I doubt it. So um, I'm at the point to where like I'm kind of on the edge of it. I'm kind of on the edge. It's not in my budget, but I can see it being useful for somebody in general. I, I, you make a good point. You make a good point. You know, it's like if you're going home for the holidays or something, or you just you got to spend a week somewhere for work or something. I, I get it, but I, I, that's the point I didn't even think about of just how, the performance. How how is this going to perform? Think of like the Switch. The Switch can only do 30 frames per second, 1080p. Yeah, but the Switch doesn't try to be something it's not. This feels this feels just. I don't know. It, it feels like know. it's trying to get into that gaming space. I'll tell you that. Let me know what you guys think of Project Q, man. Let me know. Um, the next thing I do want to get into really quick is because this is kind of a big deal. Um, we'll try to get through it as much as possible and talk about our uh, our favorite uh, moments, our interesting moments. But right now, the Xbox is in battle with the FTC about acquiring Activision Blizzard. It's been going on for about three days. Phil Spencer is taking the stand. Jim Ryan is taking the stand. It has been an absolute battle. A lot of information being leaked, mainly about Call of Duty, mainly about uh, is Call of Duty a game that's going to be missed? Is it that popular of a title? They want to know what Phil Spencer's plans is. is. Is this a competitive buy? I just, this this battle has been a popcorn eating experience and I cannot keep my eyes off it. I, I I just haven't, dude. Like, I just, I've been re, it's been so juicy. Starts with the fact to where they're saying the next Skyrim ain't coming out for another five plus years. They're talking about they want to keep Call of Duty on both platformers, but they want to take away Overwatch 2 off of PlayStation? Oh, 
Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. You Xbox, you Xbox fans in your Xbox hoodies and your Xbox hats. Oh, I can't stand you. Oh, I can't stand you. You want to take away Overwatch 2 from us? From me? Are you serious? <laughs> Are you kidding me? We need that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need, a, I need a drink. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so, and I probably haven't done my history fully. I'm trying to think of of any kind of acquisition that's been highlighted by the, by the federal trade commission. I mean, they're clearly worried that Microsoft is going to become a monopoly. I, I don't know, man. Phil, Phil kind of seems like there's been been nothing. There's been nothing to this. It's a, I'm sorry. I was just answering your question, but in in honest, like world history, there's been nothing to anything to this standard of fucking, like uh, game yes. anything, bro. Like it, this has been like this is nuts. This is like top anything. Yeah, the merger the merger comes in just under seventy billion. Uh, Activision Blizzard obviously has, I mean, a crazy amount of of good. I mean, I guess Call of Duty is probably their biggest concern. Uh, and and I guess it, when I was reading, they were saying like Phil was saying, you know, it's it's not. I don't want to misquote them, but. Basically, from what I could what I could read, they're saying like Call of Duty being held to one one console or or one platform is not going to to be a monopoly. And I, I my, my guess is yeah. the the FTC yeah. argument is it's such a big franchise that would it would absolutely make you a monopoly. Yeah, and they're going to try to block it. It feels like Phil's becoming a supervillain kind of like just yeah just buy up everything. That's it feels so much more Microsoft than Xbox. Because people are like, oh, Xbox is buying, you know, these companies. Like, no, 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 Microsoft is buying these these companies. They just happen to represent Xbox, right? It's like, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's weird to think that they could they could acquire it and then just immediately block half the. I mean, I say half, but whatever the numbers are, you just take these games away from a whole segment, like a market segment. Wouldn't they make more money by keeping? Like, it's a thought. Well, if we if we take out all the PlayStation people from having access to these games, they're just going to come over and buy an Xbox. But that's not true. So, I th- it's, it, it wouldn't be that true. It wouldn't be that true for Call of Duty. But I will say they did make a very good point that they want to take over the mobile gaming. So think about your Candy Crush. Think about your Diablo Immortal. That makes a lot of money. Call of Duty on mobile. That may not be super big to a lot of people, but I got people in my household that are it's playing Call of Duty mobile. Big. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about a game that revenues to about 1.5 billion every year. So take So then that. do they become a monopoly? I'm they asking do. you and I say I, I think does, they does do. Microsoft become a monopoly? I I, I, I think th- they do. That's kind of huge, bro. Like being able to take away a game of that like quality. Multiple like they games. get like PlayStation Play, PlayStation could say like they don't care about it, but Trust me, dude. It's a they big own, deal. They own World of Warcraft. I know it's not as popular as it used to be, but I mean that's massive. Mm. I, I think Microsoft instantly becomes number one in terms of you know however you want to measure that. Uh, I did see too that they're talking about taking those games away from PlayStation. Uh, Microsoft did make it. Uh, I guess made it clear that they did pledge to provide Call of Duty to the Switch for the next decade. Look at him; he's a super villain. Yeah, he's like he's, about yeah. to be, he's like Jeff Bezos status right there. 
Look at him. <laughs> and so, so they're they're saying that oh, the will provide to the switch for a little bit, but does it's like does does Microsoft even compete with Nintendo? It's a different crowd. Like, yeah, they compete just people for for game time, but they're not competing with Nintendo game. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people who you either own an Xbox or a PlayStation, and then the Switch kind of jumps in between the two populations. Yeah. Just, okay. So they also had an argument that like people, they said about 20% people who have a PlayStation five have it. No, it might've been more than that. I think it was like 25% of people who have a PS five also have a switch, which yeah. makes sense for the exclusive. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's the not, switch, I think, he, I don't Jim, think Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan literally said, he's like, I don't consider Nintendo a competition. He right. said, I consider it more as like uh not like an ally, I would say, but he's like, Hey bro. He's like people that buy your, our console buys your console too. So Nothing you can really do about that. Just, Xbox is literally trying to buy everybody. They tried to buy Sega too. That got brought up in court. Buying Sega? <laughs> they just want to buy everybody. They don't. Yeah, even know. yeah. They're just. They're, they it's, like a, it's a land grab. They they're don't know just, what they're buying. They just want to buy up everything. <laughs> but the, the you know it's crazy though that they have sixty eight billion dollars just hanging out to, to to acquire this company. And you're like, man, how much money are you, are you guys actually making? But it would absolutely, without a doubt, give Microsoft the upper hand, the upper edge, they would be number one uh, with all the other players on the market, especially if they capture a huge segment of the mobile gaming, which has the most gamers worldwide. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of how it would negatively impact gamers uh, unless it's truly just you're, you're making it unaccessible or inaccessible rather to a segment of the population, but Mm -hmm. there's already exclusives on platforms. So that's already happening. Not to the level that call of duty is, but it, it happens now. It happens every day. Some games I can play on my computer, some games I can't. So play games you can play on Xbox, some games you, you can only play on PlayStation. So it's gotta just be the scope and the size and and how valuable the the call of duty name is would be be my thought. Mm -hmm. Are you letting it go through? Are you blocking it? It's, I don't think, I don't think it should, bro. Yeah, I, I I don't think I don't think it would be good for anybody. The way that they're talking about, the way I'm seeing it, if they're emailing about stuff for Overwatch One and not Overwatch Two, they're trying to, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to take stuff off of other platforms. I don't like it. If I'm Blizzard, what am I concerned? No, because they they're getting paid regardless. That was yeah. the whole point of get you know selling themselves. So. Yeah. Let me know what yeah. you guys think, man. Um, what were you gonna say? Go ahead. I was said I, I I agree with you. I, I'd like to not see that go through, and uh, I don't know, man. I just want games to win, but we kind of lose if if people start gatekeeping what we have access to. That's I true. Think that leads to other thing, man. I, I think that could lead to more games as a service. So you're like, yeah, ten bucks a month for Xbox Live. It's another fifteen bucks a month if you want access to these games. Uh, you know, it's or it's two hundred bucks a year if you want to get access to all this stuff. I think you get. I think I think that opens the door to a lot more gatekeeping by you know Microsoft individually, which stinks. That's true. Let me know what you guys think. Are you guys letting the deal go through, or are you uh, you letting it drop? I need my PlayStation fanboys to unite on this one. And now, for your guys' favorite topic of the day, you guys knew it was coming. It's Peter reacts. <laughs> da, 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 da. He reacts. We need to. We need to. We need to get the song going. I who would I who would I contact for this the song? 
don't know. Put Who it out on Twitter. Say, hey, we need a we need an eight second, seven second beat. Hear the lyrics. I just want to get like Wiz Khalifa or something. That'd be fire. Like, just get somebody big. So, what I have for you to react for Peter reacts. Mm. He reacts. Mm. Xbox is releasing a new Xbox that they will be giving away in collaboration with a game. And I want you to guess right now, Peter, what is that game that Xbox is collaborating with? To release a new Xbox? Yes. Like a themed Xbox? Like a themed Xbox. What do I want it to be? Xbox and Xbox themed. A themed Xbox. A themed Xbox. Is it the Wario Party game that we reviewed last week? Because that would be terrible. You were so very close. It's close. It's Barbie. It is a Barbie Xbox. This Barbie is a gamer. Together with Warner Bros. Pictures and Metal, Xbox is excited to invite fans on a fun, fashionable, and inspirational ride this summer to celebrate the much-anticipated release of the new movie, Barbie, premiering in theaters on July 21st. This is in collaboration with Horizon or Forza Horizon 5. It's an in-game content. You will be able to drive her Chevy Corvette and also a 2022 GMC Hummer EV pickup. It will be in Forza Horizon 5, and this will be released also with some cool little Xbox uh, skins. So, uh, Peter, I want your first impressions. What do you think? Are you excited? What are you, how are you feeling about in general about the design? How questions. are you feeling about the... Okay, let's hear it. All right, go back, to, go back to that pick real quick. Yeah, 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 I got you, bro. Yep. All right, does it come with the beach house? Does it come with the beach house? I am not for certain if it does come with the beach house or not. I can make you one if it doesn't. Yeah, I'd like a custom beach house. Uh, second th- question. Yes. Uh, actually, more of a comment. I'm going to say this. That very center Barbie controller kind of goes hard. The one in the middle, just the all pink one? That's that's kind of clean, though. I'm not even going to lie. Actually, yeah, but- in but the, your, che- your Cheeto, your Cheeto fingers though, like I, I already know, bro. Like I know you're a Cheeto eater when you game. Zone. No, don't you don't, bro. Don't like them, that. them white buns are getting stained <laughs> with your hot Cheeto hands, bro. I know they are. Come on, let's, bro. Let's keep it uh, real. Let's keep it real. You're a muncher when you game. You, <laughs> you're a munch. You're definitely a munch. Let's be honest. All right. <laughs> you're right. I do it. Uh, uh, come on, man. For your, know, your Xbox man. game pass. Your Xbox Game Pass game I don't hunting, know, man. <laughs> How I don't are we know. feeling? Get it off your chest. What's what's the vibe? What I what gives it, off, dude? I don't <laughs> like it at all. <laughs> we can see Barbie together in July if it may, if it does. I want to see Oppenheimer. I don't want to see Barbie. <laughs> I don't even know what it's about. What is it about? Is it a musical? Is it a movie? Barbie. What's it about? Know. I don't know. It's your Xbox. What's bro. it about? <laughs> <laughs> if it comes with the beach house. I'm still not getting it, but <laughs> Xbox making you assemble the beach house with the Xbox would be crazy. <laughs> I never heard a console. Like usually you just take it out the box. You just plug it in. They're like, no, you got to assemble the beach house now. <laughs> yep. Make sure you, it's like, you're like, you're building your little doll houses again. Is it, awesome. is, the, is the Xbox just pink with the sticker on it? Is that what it is? Uh, it's, it's pink on the front. Yep. Okay. I, is there a price difference? I, I, I didn't see a price. No, I don't like it. 
I don't like it. Scale from one to ten, right? Go- hmm. Is it better than Golem? <laughs> I mean, I couldn't even play Golem on it anyway if I wanted to. Uh, I'm gonna Are give you- it a, a two, a two out of ten. That's tough. Is that below? Is that the Wario game is probably better? Cue the audio, sad like the audience, like sadness. Oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Man, when is it? Is it already out? Nah, I don't Who's know. buying this? I am. Oh, you're not. I know. <laughs> but somebody is. RB Xbox. Dude, when does this come out? It, oh, it's given away. It's given it away. I think we should enter, though. I'll enter it. So, wait, it's in collaboration with Forza as well? Yeah. I just said Horizon because, like, I don't know. Okay. Um, but, yeah. That's, that's been another time. episode of Peter Reacts. <laughs> and he reacts to games and Xboxes. His Barbie Beach House is made. He reacts. I don't know. Two out of ten. Two out of ten. Would never, would never <laughs> purchase. And now, even though we are a little late into the show, we will be talking about our main topic of the day. And the main topic of the day is animals that fight back. But before we kick into our main topic, make sure you guys leave a like if you do like these type of podcasts. Me and Peter go live at 8 p.m. Eastern for Know Your News every week on Wednesday, 8 p.m. It does. It really does. Leaving leaving likes, comments, sharing with your buddy, sharing on Twitter. We are on Twitter too at Know Your News. And also on the Know Your News channel, you also get a plethora of other news channels you could watch, such as sports. I really love the Out of Bounds. Um, They have a flick one where they talk about movies and everything. So make sure you guys check it out. Um, But now we're going to be talking about animals that fight back. And I think I wanted to highlight this the most because. Animals are sick and tired of your guys' crap. And at the same time, they don't need to use their paws or their claws. Sometimes they fight back with weapons. And I will be highlighting game number one, which will be Tunic. Explore land filled with lost legends, ancient powers, and ferocious monsters in Tunic. This soul's this Souls-like game is an isometric action game about a small fox on a big adventure. You could like so this game is literally a lot of Zelda inspirational type of feel to it. And then it also has that Souls-like combat that keeps it very intriguing and very, very hard. So don't get amused by the cute little fox and his little sword. He's ready to play and he's ready to game. Peter, how do you feel about Tunic? Is that the game you couldn't get past the alligators on? How do you feel about the game, Peter? Is that the same one? How do you feel about the game, Peter? <laughs> How do you feel about the game, Peter? I, I, I look. Do you uh, like I, Tunic? I watch. Do you, struggle- you like the game? <laughs> I do. I do. Do you I'm, like it? <laughs> I'm, I like a game that you can't beat. That's what I like to support. And Tunic's one of those games. Uh, yeah, it reminds me a lot of one of the other games on our list. We don't have to say it yet, uh, but I do like that. Uh, I do. I I think these are the types of games that are just so well done and yes. are never going to be super mainstream. But it's just something you can download. It's something you can rely on. Tunic's one it of those is, games. It's challenging, clearly. It, it is and on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass. Yes, this was this was one of my favorite games for a little bit. Um, it is hard. This game does definitely does not hold your hand whatsoever. You explore, you trial, you error. Boss fights are absolutely absolutely epic. Uh, one of my favorite boss fights was the Librarian. It was so hard, but when I beat that boss, I screamed at the top of my lungs, woke up my son. But it was worth it. 
Tunic, ladies and gentlemen, he fights back with his sword. The next game, I, uh, I'm going to kick it off to Peter. Peter, tell us what the second game is about. The second game is called Super Animal Royale. Uh, in Fortnite Battle Pass. Yeah. It's a fight <laughs> for survival. First of all, the duck bus. Let's go. Uh, it's a fight <laughs> for survival. It's a 64-player top-down 2D battle royale where murderous animals fight tooth claw and machine gun across a safari park. That's the uh, that's the Steam definition, as it were. I think 64 players is insane. Uh, I think they get away with it because it's 2D, probably. So it's not going to be super choppy, super crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I personally have I've never played it. I've watched it on stream many, many, many times. There was I a- have to where there a lot of the big streamers were playing it together um you know how they do they're you know they all get together and play the same yeah game. they're just gamers you know kicking back having a good time yeah uh <laughs> as far as uh battle royales go um clearly easy to pick up and uh it's I mean, it looks fun i you know what i'd really like to do though i I'd really like to do more party nights like party game nights uh, this feels like one of those that's don't talk about it, be about it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to do it, I'm down. Like you don't got to do, ask me, bro. do I have to organize? Okay, I'll organize. You know what? You but- know what I'm saying? Like I want to do something on here. Like I feel like that'd okay. be so cool if we could okay. like maybe try and do a stream on here and be like, hey, we're playing Super Animal Royale with everybody that watches the game, and then we could do like. I would little- love, dude. That'd be. That'd be kinda- I love that. You I can say, see hey, if I can schedule some. Yeah, tune in for an hour. Like we're just gonna play it the whole time. Uh. It looks cool, man. I, 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 it's a great stream. It's like a fun uh, stream game to watch. It's a party game. It's never going to be something that people are like hardcore into for years and years. But it's one of those where you know everyone's sitting in the Discord on a Friday night. Like, hey, man, what should we play? Like, we played tons of Among Us already. I don't want to play this game. It's going to be one of those types of games. Yeah. Um, to talk about this game entirely, though, I, I think it's very cute, uh, very charming. Um, the duck bus uh, gets a W for me, honestly. Yes, the duck um, bus is the best part. I think the aesthetics of it and the 2D form of it is very cool. Um, I'm not really so reliant on the gameplay. I do like that it's a battle royale. It makes it very challenging. Um, I don't know what type of elements they will have in the game, but uh, I, I really love animals. And they, they have it. They have, like, mops. They were hitting each other with mops in the very beginning. <laughs> they had guns. They had it all. Um, I'm ready to get a, a, a victory royale and be top of the food chain as I would say. Mm-hmm. I'll let you kick off number three because you absolutely love this game. And I, I think I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the, uh, the floor and the honor of presenting one of my favorite games as well of this list. Yeah. So number three is death's door. Uh, this is a game actually finished, uh, finished on stream as well. Uh, reaping souls of the dead and punching a clock might get monotonous, but it's honest work for a crow. The job gets lively, lively when your assigned soul is stolen and you must track down a desperate thief to a realm untouched by death where creatures grow far past their expiration date. So essentially you play a crow and you are a reaper of souls. So this goes back. So dark themes in this game uh it is that you know, the theme is basically death and you're trying to make sure souls get returned properly i'm not going to give too much of it away uh the environments are really nice all the boss fights are really really fun uh the combat is super smooth uh like dodge rolling there's a lot of that um you, it's a lot of timing based this is the first game that i played that had this view outside of Ravenlock, where you have the it's like a you're, you can't do a 360 with the camera 
Uh, so it's something that I had to get used to as far as depth perception goes. But as far as the game itself, the combat is super smooth. All the boss fights are really, really good. It's not easy, uh, especially toward the end of the game. No. Those, boss, those boss fights are, are pretty difficult. And uh, so it is challenging. It's not forgiving. The story's, the story's great. Um, the achievements are tough. I, if you recall, you find an umbrella. There's an achievement to beat the entire game using only the umbrella. The umbrella is mm-hmm. very weak. The game's already hard enough with the best stuff. So, um, yeah, to add on to that, it is an RPG based game. So you can yes, go in with yes. different weapons and different skills. Uh, you could go more of a dexterity build. You can go with more of a strength build, stronger weapons, a little bit less speed, kind of hit more. Uh, mm-hmm. I went with a dexterity build for this game. And, uh, Peter said these enemies are really fun as they are very charming. They are a pain in the butt, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, they were super hard uh, to bring up one of them. The Yeti, the Yeti was my absolute. Yes. yes. He, 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 she gave me a run for my money, uh, but the, it's very charming in a fact, because I do love bird characters. I do. Um, I do love the bird characters, of the game and being able to use different weapons and like the four or five areas that they have are very cool in general. Um, I think the commentary they have is also lively, fun, uh, I laughed and chuckled a few times at some of the moments they had with the commentary with amongst each other in the uh, in the game. So uh, Death's Door is definitely one of my uh, more favorite uh, type of games, too. Um, I ended up beating it. I'm not a big achievement hunter, but uh, the very end of the game was an absolute struggle. And um, that about, that about the, the final boss fight won't give it away, but it's it is it is difficult. Another game on Game Pass that I would highly recommend for anybody that does have the Game yes, Pass. Yes, yes, yes. Not just, even if you don't like those types of games, the game itself is just really, really well made. 100%. In the last game that we're going to be highlighting of animals that fight back is Squirrel with a Gun. Uh, <laughs> Peter actually highlighted this game. This game is actually not out at all. And the, basically the description, uh, it says uh, fluffy but deadly. Um, as you can see, you are a squirrel with a gun. Um, I think one of my favorite things about this is the uh, the graphics look awesome. Uh, as you can see like that, uh, the uh, the open world I don't even know if it's open. Just the world in general. It has very nice feels and textures and it looks very realistic. The squirrel looks like it moves very well. There's like literally weeds that are popping up in the cracks. Um, I, 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 I'm blown away by the graphics. I think it's a clever and beautiful idea that you can uh, platform with the gun. Um, and you could do a lot of crazy stuff with the gun that I couldn't show <laughs> on here. Uh, but yeah, you are definitely a squirrel with a gun. Uh, so I don't think this squirrel has any fear whatsoever um i can't think of any other squirrel that's been as deadly as this one and um that's my iphone yeah this this game gives me like goat simulator vibes i I don't know i I don't know what what's what it's gonna be yet i don't know either (laughs) people like yeah it's just a game where you scroll the gun i'm like okay yeah i guess that's it uh i it's weird man it's gonna be one of those just like weird games, there's going to be like a small segment of streamers that plays it super hard for a week. It'll be really popular, and then it'll go away. But it'll it'll be it'll be something for a, an undisclosed amount of time. If if I saw a squirrel with a gun, I'd be scared. I'd be terrified. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like yo, out guns. I'm already like I got some pistachios inside. Relax, okay? Yeah. Relax, buddy. Relax. All right. I got what you need, man. Yeah. And he, yeah, man. Um. Squirrel with a gun. 
I might if it's free, I'll play it. But it's my it's not my it's not gonna be free. Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna be free. Um, but I'm ex- yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it, man. I'm, I like people who take risks. I like I like the devs that take risks. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Thank you guys for watching. That has been another episode of Gaming Gone Weird, and that was episode number forty-one. I'm gonna go ahead and kick it off to my main man, Peter. Peter, tell the people where to find you and what you're actually working on. Go ahead. <sighs> Once again, my name is Peter. I go by Nako Stories on all things socials, and we are continuing to work on our. We have a couple podcasts, uh, Careers on Plug podcast, and a Ballback podcast. Ballback podcast is all things football, fantasy football, college football, uh, work in progress. And then Creators on Plug, where we just have one on one conversations with uh, with my favorite creators and, and people doing interesting things. Uh, we are going to be streaming on Twitch one day a week and YouTube one day a week moving forward. And we are just making uh, making shorts. TikToks, uh, walkthroughs on YouTube. That's where we're at. Hey, man, that's absolutely fantastic. What about Thank you, you for that. What, Tell me about yourself. Listen, man. What do you got going on? Listen, what I'm going to be doing today is I have a crazy game of Madden that I have to play for my Madden franchise. So I will be doing that tonight. But your boy Nick Tana has been working on his sleep schedule, making sure he gets seven hours, eight hours of sleep. I'm at nice. seven hours right now. Seven hours seems very good. I've uh, been working on myself uh but if you guys want to catch up with more of me and what i do personally um i am a great game reviewer game critic uh game lover so if you guys love any of that type of stuff make sure you guys check me out on youtube at you love nick tana also you guys can check me out on twitter for the greatest tweets my feeling about games and keep you guys posted about everything news that's going on and then also i stream on twitch possibly kick soon little spoiler i don't know i'm just kind of riding the wave right now uh but if you guys want to catch that it's gonna be at you love nick tana as well um, and then also I have a bag of Sour Patch kids that I'm going to uh, mess up my teeth with uh, while we're offline. So um, thank you guys for watching. <laughs> thank you guys for watching. Um, I've been eyeing down these bag of Sour Patch kids for too long. So I'm going to log yeah, turn off. Turn the cameras off. Hey, yeah, get them out of here. Let's get out of here. Uh, seriously, bless you guys. Tell someone you love them because you never know what somebody's going through. Thank you for being weird with us. And I will catch you guys for episode number 42 next week. 8 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. Thank you guys so much, and good night. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.